1: Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to
0: schedule your free in-home estimate. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered.
2: Go Birds Podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. The Parks Picks Pod. Elliot, Sherp Parks. How you doing, pal?
1: Well, James, people that have listened to this pod for a while know if there's one thing me and you agree on not liking, it is change. And <laughs> as we start this pod, so true, about, so true. About 20, 25 minutes ago, we get just I don't want to call it earth shattering news, but it certainly was bad. <laughs> I think that news. Would, Elliot. I think that would be taking it just slightly too far slightly well i don't know so we got the big news about <laughs> yeah. <and his> number. <laughs> yes we had to, right. had to throw out the uh the plan for the pod and here we are so yes. i'm ready to to talk through this <laughs> really just raw raw emotion honestly all like right. on sat by the time the show comes on saturday we'll have an f- opinion but now it's just raw emotion on
2: <laughs> just it. pure gut instinct and in what you feel yeah all right coming up we're gonna get some nfl futures after free agency all that we're going to talk about, of course, the Final Four coming up this weekend. Elliot and I, obviously, as you know, if you've listened to this pod as well, have been completely obsessed with it, uh, and some yeah. NBA futures as well. Uh, after that trade deadline, we're going to get into all that. But but Elliot is right. I mean, this is the Parks Picks pod, but we still have to start this pod talking about. I I won't go earth shattering. I'll go the um, somewhat innocuous but meaningful because we watch games, news of Jalen Hurts now number one instead of number two, Elliot. I will li- lay back here. I'll, I'll lay back because this is, you know, there the there's a phrase. It's called wheelhouse, right? I mean, you know, when it's yeah, in this your, is this yeah. is Elliot Shore Park's wheelhouse of wheelhouses. Elliot, number two to number one. Give us your thoughts.
1: So, needless to say, many people have already messaged me asking if this constitutes <laughs> yes. franchise sweat. Perfect right? example, so,
2: example of why this is your wheelhouse. That people are actually is, asking yeah. your opinion.
1: If you want X's and O's breakdown, I'm sure there's a pod out there you can listen to. For numbers, here, here we are. So That's the way we should here, sell here,
2: the here, pod. Um, I, I, we, we, we can't really talk about the game, but
1: man, the numbers, yeah. we got you. We got you. So, all right. My initial reaction to it was, I don't like it. Number two is my favorite number. I think he looked good in number two, right? I think the Eagles font of their lettering is kind of whack overall, but I think two looks good in it. I mean, it was his rookie year number, right? I did some research on this. He wore number two in high school. He wore number two when he was at Alabama. He's only worn number one at Oklahoma. And he wore number two at the Eagles. So it's not like number two is is was just some number he was handed, right? I mean, he wore it before. So he clearly likes number two. Uh, number one though, he did have success in as well at Alabama. I mean at Oklahoma. So the question is last year when he was given number two, do you think like, did he want number one and wasn't allowed to have it? Or he went with number two and is now switching to number one?
2: I mean, that that's really the key question to, to all of this. I think, right. he, I think he switched purposefully this year. Did not go for number one last year. Went for number two. Look, I... And and we've talked about this a little bit, but I, there was one thought. The very first thing, and my gut instinct is I agree, as a as a quarterback number, I prefer two to one, even though there is a great yeah, there is a great legacy of of one. Like there are some great quarterbacks who were the number one. Warren Moon is one that pops right in my head. Like there are great quarterbacks with number one, but my very, very, very first thought when it happened was Carson Wentz chose two in Indy. Mm. So as if it, And, and I, if it is a response to that, and he's going one's better than two, I applaud this move. If it is pettiness, if it is a, a, a slight shot across the bow of Indianapolis Carson Wentz, I applaud it. If it's not, I hate it. But if it's that, if that's the reason,
1: Elliot, I'm all in. Yeah, look, if he comes out and he says he changed to number one because Carson took number two, I will place money on them plus 7, to 7000 <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. Like, that's it. That's franchise swag. And I, I, I do think if he's doing this because now he views himself as the starter, I like that too. I think it's a little, like annoying is not the right word but just you look good at number two you won the job in number two like stick with number two and I get the thing of going to number one if like symbolically he likes that better he did play like I said his probably his best college football at Oklahoma I mean he was pretty good at Alabama too but he was probably his best at Oklahoma in number one so I like it from that respect and I also maybe you know he he decided to do this like the Eagles didn't come to him and offer him number one so I, I think that it's him kind of going out and saying, like, I'm number one now. This is my number. I'm the starting quarterback. Whether he'll be that, I don't know. But I like that part of it. So, overall, what I would say is number two, again, I thought he looked great in number two. He could have been worse. He could have switched to like number, you know, a double digit number or God forbid, like number like eight or something like that, right? So, God at least if he's, yeah, God forbid, exactly. <laughs> By the way, Joe Flacco in number seven is like, perfect for him to lose all the games when he goes in there to get this team a high draft pick. Like it could not be better. So I like the Joe Flacco at number seven, but overall I think my final opinion on it will be, I like this. I like number one. I like Jalen hurts in number one. I will, I will label it franchise swag. Oh, wow. Official. This is official.
2: Oh, hold on. Official. official. Like this, this is, is not okay. There's no going back on this. No, it's franchise swag. Wow. It. Okay. Okay, because I agree. I, I think number-wise I prefer two, but as I said, and I, I think there is no way that the Carson Wentz, part of it, it, didn't at all at any point enter his mind. There's no way that Jalen Hurts didn't know that he's wearing two out there, didn't see a picture, didn't see whatever. And if it has anything to do with it, I, I am so all in on Jalen Hurts. Let's go.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I do, I do agree with you. And, again, he has history at number one. But I do agree that part of him – Probably saw Carson in number two and was like, "F that." Yeah, I, I think
2: so too. And and again, if that is the case, my dude, my quarterback.
1: In- and I mean, Kyler, Kyler Murray wears number one. Yeah, Tua wears number one, number one, which is
2: Tua. How about that? That's interesting, right? Yeah, I
1: don't know if I'd bring that one up. <laughs> that one I'd leave. That one I'd leave alone. <laughs> All right.
2: So officially, official franchise swag. Despite the initial reaction, we are in support. Of Jalen Hurts in number one. All right, let's make some money for people. Let's dive in. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's dive in. Let's start actually with the NFL because we're talking about Jalen Hurts, so it makes sense. Easy segue into some NFL futures coming off of free agency. Some teams have restocked, added some pieces. Let's start with the Eagles and let's get to some of the faves in terms of of bets we like a lot or you like a lot. But first, where are the Eagles at right now in terms of of the odds heading into Mm -hmm. uh, you know
1: coming out of free agency essentially? So I forgot to put this on the rundown for you, but I looked at the NFC East. I actually checked the odds right after I saw Jalen Hurts change his number. But they, <laughs> no, change, I don't think they've I'm been reflective. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what's it? What is interesting? On the last pod, we had a—I don't want to say heated discussion, but we had a discussion about the odds and what it meant. The Eagles are now last. They are plus five hundred. They're no longer tied with the Giants. The Giants are plus four fifty. Washington plus two seventy five, and Dallas at plus one hundred. So. It seems like, if I remember correctly, Washington, there might have been some movement on that. I feel like they were plus 300, and the Giants, I think, stayed around the same, and the Eagles dropped. So, I mean, that could be a I long— mean that's what it should be. This is more indicative of free agency that's than, you correct. know, like two or three days later.
2: Yeah, well, look, I mean, in free agency, those teams that were close— we already knew Dallas way out in front of the Eagles for the division, but— you know, the Giants went and got Kenny Galladay. They made some moves. The the Washington, yeah. whether or not, you know, you and I could disagree about Fitzpatrick, but he's clearly going to help their odds having Fitzpatrick as opposed to Taylor Heineke. So it does make
1: sense. All right. Well, I think the Eagles are now clearly the best bet in the division at plus 500. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Let alone with Jalen Ertz at number one, right? But, I mean, in all seriousness, and we don't have to get into this, to this debate again, but when they were tied with the Giants— I could have seen an argument for the Giants being a better bet. Like, it was not my opinion. But when they were tied, you know, I could see that argument. Now that you have the chance to bet for the Eagles in dead last, I actually, I'm even more convinced they're the best bet. Again, don't have to get into the debate again. But the fact that they're now dead last, this is the time I would jump on it. It's not going to get lower than plus 500. I mean, unless they start, you know, like 0-4 or something, but then it's probably not a bet you want to make. But I think right now, plus 500 is a good time to get in on them.
2: All right. And are you putting any money on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl at plus thousand elliot
1: hmm. well again if he comes out and he says he switches <laughs> number too. i think all of us have no choice but to place money at plus seven thousand i will say it is weird to scroll through the the uh the odds on the park's website and scroll so far down for the eagles like yeah. it's not normally that far you yeah. know i mean they're at worst often like middle of the pack but so a few years ago i wrote this article i should have pulled it up but when you look at the Eagles' history, I think there's something like maybe one in six the last time that their over under for wins was over 10. And then traditionally, when their over under for the season is below double digits, they're actually at their best. So. Huh. Just take that consideration. Like huh. traditionally, the Eagles have done poorly when they're favorites and done better when they're underdogs. Look at
2: that. That's a, so. So that that there you go. That's a good uh, add on to the Eagles are a well, good bet. Well,
1: nugget. Yeah, yeah, I
2: like it. It's a good nugget. I don't think it matters, but it's a good nugget. All right, who are you? I know f- you don't. I know who are your favorites from per- perusing the NFL futures to yeah. win the Super Bowl after both free agency, but also trades made, you know, we know about the draft trades made and we have a better feel for kind of who's situated where, who might take a quarterback, all that type of stuff. What are some odds that stick out to you?
1: So if you've been listening to the pod, not only do you know that we don't like change, you also know we don't really like betting on favorites, right? So, I mean, Kansas City plus 500, I guess you can make the argument that's a good one. But I, I like to look a little further down and get just, you know, longer shot odds for for bigger winning. So the lines I like right now, the Bills plus 1,400 seems low to me. Um, I like Josh Allen. I've come around on him. They're the one, two, three, four, fifth best odds. They're behind Baltimore, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay, and obviously Kansas City. I think you can make the argument they're— Better than the Ravens for sure. I think they're probably better than the Packers and the Buccaneers. I mean, you have Tom Brady, so who knows? But it's hard to repeat. And the Chiefs, again, like they were there last year. They're the Chiefs, but I think getting the Bills at plus fourteen hundred when the Chiefs are plus five hundred, the Buccaneers are plus seven fifty. I like those odds at uh, at plus fourteen hundred. I, I, I love them. <laughs> I can't get
2: over yeah. it. To be, I'm so with you. Like you look like you said, Kansas City's plus five hundred, Tampa Bay's plus seven fifty. Fair. Like, that's what it should be. I get it. You know, both bringing everyone back, one won the Super Bowl, one won it two years ago. The Chiefs are obviously the favorite. I have no problem with that. The Bills should be next. The Bills should be yeah, the next team on this list. And and Green Bay's plus 1,100, plus 1,300 for Baltimore, plus 1,400 for the Bills. And you look at the teams that are with the Bills, like, they're definitely better than these teams. Like, they, uh-huh. I, I, this is crazy to me, Elliot. I, I am absolutely putting money on the Bills at plus 1,400 to win the Super Bowl. I think it's an awesome bet.
1: So the other two that I have are also actually plus fourteen hundred. And I agree with you that the Bills are considerably better than these two teams. Yeah, so that's and, why the Bills really I don't really hate these odds either.
2: Me. We'll get to them. I don't I don't hate these odds either at plus fourteen hundred, what we're about to get to. I think they're interesting too, but but what they really do for me is like you said, just underscore how amazing of a bet the Bills at plus twelve at plus fourteen hundred
1: yeah. are. I think that's a great bet. So the other ones that are tied in are they're, they're the three teams that are plus fourteen hundred. So the Bills the Rams, and the 49ers. So the, my argument for the Rams and the 49ers, and the fact that they're in the same divisions, not great. You're, I wouldn't bet both of them. But the Rams at plus 1,400, you know, Matthew Stafford, obviously I think is going to be a big upgrade over Jared Goff. Goff did win big games for them, but I think they have the potential to be a team that – like at week eight next year is seven and one or whatever. Like I think they could come out to a really hot start. I think you'll see their odds drop dramatically. And, you know, they've been they have done they've been in the playoffs before with McVay. Their defense is super good. If if Stafford is even just a marginal upgrade over Goff, I think they'll be much better. But I think he will be a big upgrade. So that'd be my logic on the Rams. And then the 49ers, I threw this one in there, and here's why. If they get Justin Fields at three, I think they could be a real surprise team next year. I know it's tough for a rookie to come and win the Super Bowl his rookie year, obviously, but I think he could be special with Kyle Shanahan. They have the pieces there. So I, I would really like betting low on the 49ers. Now, if they draft Mac Jones, you've basically burnt your money. But right now, <laughs> now I think if, if they get Justin Fields, I think that'd be an exciting bet to have heading into the season.
2: Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I just I can't bet on a rookie to win the Super Bowl. I just... It seems so far-fetched to me that that's going to happen. But betting on Shanahan, betting on Shanahan with an elite athlete at the quarterback position and someone who you and I both really like, I get it. I, I think they're a really good team with Fields. I think they have a chance just because of Shanahan and because they have a lot of talent. And if Fields can execute immediately, I get it. I-, I can't put money on a quarterback, a rookie quarterback to win the Super Bowl, but I get it. I don't think it's a bad bet. Yeah. I-, I like the Rams bet slightly better for that reason. Stafford, I always think Stafford's been slightly underrated. We kind of disagree on him. I think putting him with a real offense, with a real head coach, with real options, I think he's going to be really good this year, and I think the Rams, talent-wise, have the talent to make a run. But again, like I I like both those bets. I think both those bets have merit. I I just keep coming back to I can't believe the Bills are the same. I can't believe it. The Bills are the best bet. Go bet on the Bills on the Parks app right now. Okay, anyone else you're interested in?
1: Yeah, the last one I'll just throw in. I was looking at some of the longer shot ones. I like the Chargers plus 3,300. Again, I think they're probably not going to win the Super Bowl. But Justin Herbert going into year two could be considerably better. I like that they, I think, upgraded at head coach. um, And I I think that they're just a good long shot bet. So, again, probably not going to win the Super Bowl. But these are – Odds you're looking for where, you know, week 10 or 11, you're saying, wow, this team is plus 800, and I got them at plus 3,300. You could even cash the ticket out. Who knows? But plus 3,300, I think, for the Chargers is a good
2: bet. Yeah, I love it, too. I'm with you. You know, we always talk about the biggest jump a player makes is year one to year two. Um, Herbert going into year two. I like Brandon Staley. I think, I think they would have been a playoff team. Multiple times over the last few years, with a better head coach, the talent is there. If they could stay healthy, Derwin James, all those guys, I love that bet. The other plus 3300 one that I think is at least interesting, just because.
1: Can I guess who you're going to say? Because I'm looking at it and I I know who you're going to say. The
2: Steelers. So I'm not actually. They're they're there too. I actually like them too.
1: I think there's a trio
2: of teams of plus 3300. The Chargers, the Steelers. And the Titans, man, the Titans were in the AFC Championship game two years ago, made the playoffs again last year. Like, I think the Steelers for the same reason, for the consistency year to year. I just don't – I don't think Ben's going to be good this year, and they're giving Ben another shot. I'm I'm nervous about him breaking down. But really, all three of those, the Chargers, the Steelers, and the Titans at plus 3,300 are my favorite long shot bets, all at the same odds there. I just think those teams have done – the Steelers and the Titans have done enough the last few years to say, like, If things broke a certain way, they could win the Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think at plus 3,300, those odds are too high.
1: My only concern with the Titans would be that they lost Arthur Smith.
2: And I'm a little worried. That's
1: legit. Yeah. So that would be my concern with them. I would like the Steelers plus 3,300 more than the Titans plus 3,300. But I, I agree with you to see the Chargers. I mean, look at these teams the Saints, Seahawks, Chargers. Steelers Titans like one of those teams is not like the other I mean the Chargers have been considerably worse than those other four franchises those four franchises have been two of the, you know for the best in the league over the last three or four years so it is interesting the Chargers are linked in on them uh I don't know if it says more about the Chargers or the other teams but just surprised to see them basically even yeah
2: me too I think those are really I think you nailed it I think going through and looking at it, you nailed the the most interesting bets all right uh that's the NFL stuff coming up in a sec we're going to dive into this weekend's action and and As we're talking about it here, you know, uh, we always tell you, but we are having so much fun using the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. You need to download this app. Elliot, I mean,
1: how much College Hoops action have we used this app for over the last three weeks? Well, my College Hoops consumption went from 0% over the last 365 days to, you know, plus 4,000 or whatever. (laughs) I mean, it's... Yeah, it's all all I've been watching. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. I had a few uh, people DM me saying that you know their their parks account took a little bit of a hit with all the college basketball that they've been watching but that's what it's all about that's you know that's the fun of having a new sport to watch all of a sudden because you're you're financially invested
2: yeah and that's what i always say and it's it's just at least for me look you want to win money obviously that's the the point of gambling and stuff you want to win money but for me more than anything it's the the thrill of it and just Making these games that I would care about so much less, so much more fun. Like, I had such a blast watching every single one of these games and living and dying with these. Kids missing free throws and all of it. It was just, it's been so much fun. I thought
1: fundamentals were supposed to be a part of the college game. This is all I've heard. Everyone, you know, everyone's like, oh, you have to watch college. It's on like the NBA, blah, blah, blah. Like, I I don't know. After putting some shekels down on these games, I got to say, like, watching them struggle to inbound the ball, and they're kids, so, you know, it is what it is. But there were some fundamental parts I was not thrilled with. I am
2: so with you, Elliot. And we'll talk about the specific games in a sec, but download the app, and here's the deal. You get a free $50 sports bet right now. The offer is good for any sport on the Park Sportsbook app, hoops, baseball, hockey, golf, MMA, take your pick. The only Sportsbook app based in the Delaware Valley, the Park Sportsbook, has this incredible offer, and they make it so easy. Right now, new customers can sign up and get a free $50 sports bet with no deposit required. No deposit. That is that is a really great deal. Check out the purchase. Yeah, that honestly is a great deal. It's an unbelievable deal. It's like you yeah. rarely see this where you get this without having to put any money into it. It is it is a great great deal. If you like fantasy sports, you'll love the the live player prop type stuff, in-game betting, anything and everything. Do it now. Get that free $50 bet with no deposit required. Parks Casino Sportsbook app gives you the home field advantage. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X casino.com slash PA. And again, our promo code GOBIRDS. It's a great deal. Go do it now. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-Gambler. All right, Elliot, let's talk a little... Final four action, Houston versus Baylor, UCLA versus Gonzaga. Right now, Houston is a five-point underdog uh, against Baylor on the Parks app and uh, UCLA a 14-point dog against Gonzaga. What are your thoughts on these two games?
1: So I do like to bet the underdogs, but I just don't think either of the underdogs has a chance in this game. I could be underrating Houston. I'll be honest about that. I just think Baylor wins a game. If it was up to me, I would probably take the Baylor money line. I mean, Houston plus five is somewhat tempting. Baylor minus five just sounds like you're gonna be stressed out the entire game. Like there's nothing worse than the end of these games when they're up like seven and you're just watching and being like, come on, hold on, hold on. So I would go Baylor minus five or sorry, Baylor money line in that one. Um, And then I'm putting together a parlay as we speak. Do you want to give your take on the other one? And then I'll
2: wait I love it. I love it. So the Houston-Baylor game, uh, I think it's a really fun game. It's maybe the best defense in the tournament in Houston going up against the best offense in the tournament in Baylor. So I think it's going to be a really fun back and forth. I'm with you. I like Baylor to win the game. I... I agree. The money line is a smart bet. I think I would even lay the five if, if given the mm. choice. I, I think Baylor is better than Houston. Now, to be fair, I mean Calvin Sampson is a damn good coach, um, and Houston plays hard. Those guys fight. I've been impressed with them. Uh, I definitely think the Baylor money line is the best bet. I agree with you on that. It's,
1: but I, I think it's going to be a great game. I think- and minus two twenty isn't that steep. That's, I mean, yeah. That's, so I think that's the best bet. Now, here's what I did with the other one. So Gonzaga UCLA. UCLA to me, I like again, and I'll admit I did not watch any college basketball this year. I just don't see how they keep winning. Every time I watch them, they do not look impressive to me. And maybe I'm jaded by the first time I watched them was against uh, who was that team? It was we bet on it. It was the they have like a purple logo. They I think oh, they won. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Albelin uh, Southern. Yeah. Yes, that was it. Yeah, when yeah. I watched them, when I watched them versus UCLA, I was. Floor that either of these teams was in the tournament. So maybe I'm too jaded by that by that initial reaction to watching them. Uh, when we had Eli on for our initial preview of the pod, he said Gonzaga was the best team in the country and it wasn't even close. And I said Gonzaga always chokes, and clearly I was wrong about that because now I'm sitting here and saying I think Gonzaga minus fourteen is the best bet here the money line's insane the money line is minus 12 it's not
2: even like, worth it like unless you're gonna yeah. throw the money line in a parlay with other stuff like you the ba- like, so well like you'd, to, you'd have to you'd have to really less. do like both money lines and over under and an over under to make yeah. it worthwhile you know what I mean and then you're really starting to stack them so yeah I'm with you i'm I'm with you on this man like I have every – and you'll, you can attest to this. We have been making our bets. Every time the line comes out, Elliot and I, I'll be like, I like Gonzaga. i will be like, I don't know, man. That's a lot of points. Yeah. And I'm like, and trust me, dude. They're awesome. They're going to cover. And they've covered each game.
1: All right. So I'm sitting here. Like I said, I have the Parks Casino app open. And they have the alternate lines. So Gonzaga, the the line right now is minus 14. But if you look at the alternate lines, if you go above 15, so minus the like, Gonzaga minus 15, you get into the pluses. So if Ooh. you do Gonzaga like minus 16 and a half, Whoa, it's plus
2: 1. Oh, look at.
1: Hold up. Hold
2: up. Can we can anyone who's listening to this pod all year? Can can we all just take a second and appreciate you're proud of me. Yeah, seriously, I'm so proud of you. I like genuinely you like you're talking about about buying points, man. What is going yeah. on here? I love it, Elliot. I'm so proud of you, buddy.
1: So if you do the Gonzaga and I think they could win by this much. Now the reason I will say is obviously sixteen and a half. Like they have to be up quite a bit at the end. But they're even when I've watched Gonzaga, like their second lineup is almost just as good as a lot of teams' starting lineups. Like you don't see them lose these leads. So I don't know. Maybe Gonzaga minus sixteen and a half. You get them at plus one thirty two, and then you do the Baylor money line. So if you bet, if we put like you know fifty on that, you win one hundred and nineteen. That's a good bet
2: right there. Yeah. I really I like, liked I it. We're doing this, all right. Look at this, yeah. Elliot Shore Parks doing live parlays on the pod. We have just we have reached the top, my friend. So proud. If you
1: if, if you're a listener and you place this, let us know. We'll ride. We'll ride to Yeah, as I'm as like fun. as I'm. I'm
2: more proud of you than I've been of Zoe with anything that's happened recently. That's how proud I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel that. like a father right here. This is amazing. That. Yeah. Um. All right. So <laughs> a the our, proud
1: father watching me put together yeah, a parlay. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's really cool. Uh. So our official parlay. For the the first round of the final four, and then obviously we'll see what happens from there. But we're gonna do Baylor money line with Houston with Gonzaga by a couple points up to 16 and a half, and we get basically two to one odds a little over two to one odds. It's really yeah, good. I
1: like it. I'm now way more excited for these final four games than I was. Let's go! Because no! they don't have a lot of exciting teams going on. No, and, so. and
2: again, to the point we just talked about before, like that's why this is so fun. That's why you download the app, that's why you have fun doing this because, like, Now we're super excited for these games, and otherwise it would just be like, "All right, I'll watch it because I care about sports." But now I'm like super invested, and and every basket's gonna matter. All right, Elliot, we don't let's uh let's dive into some NBA futures. We can save some of this stuff for next week too, as you know we've got uh, a lot of stuff to get into next week. What what do you want to dive into with the NBA futures? Like, what's your top thing here?
1: Yeah, so I sent you over some of the lines. I mean, I'm looking at the futures in terms of two things really the championships and the MVP. Watching the MVP have been pretty interesting. For those that have listened know that I got
0: hard You're in plus twelve hundred
1: I think, I got plus, plus I think it was 18, when you got him. I think no it was plus eighteen. What I got him at. Plus eighteen hundred. Yeah good I'll, bet I'll that pull it up to double check. What but, a good bet that yeah, was it was. Now he might not win, but I so yeah I got a him bet. at Here it is. I'm pulling it up. And I ripped
2: you for it. I was like, they're not going to give it to him. And I still think there will be voters. There will be writers who say, that guy forced his way out of Houston. I'm not rewarding it. I won't do it. Like, I do think there will be guys like that. But you'd be a fool to say he doesn't have a shot to win it.
1: So, Jokic is minus 134 right now. A
2: clear favorite.
1: Yes. but I And I texted you about this, I think. But to the listeners out there, if you're looking for a good, fun bet for the next three weeks to ride... I do think Embiid plus 650 right now is a decent bet. And here's why. The like no one's run away. No one's running away with this. I know Jokic is a clear favorite right now, but I personally don't think he's running away with it. Embiid was the favorite prior to being injured. If he can come back and kill it over these next three weeks, I think you're gonna see these odds dip dramatically because he'll quickly move back up. So I actually think in some ways he's a better chance than Harden does of getting it. And I think he's right there with Jokic. So Jokic's mine, 134. That's a boring bet. Embiid plus 650, I don't think LeBron's going to get it. LeBron's plus 800. I don't think Giannis or Lillard is going to get it. They're extreme long shots right now. If you're looking to like cash in and you know win you know three, four times, whatever you bet, I think Embiid plus 650 is a decent bet.
2: Yeah, and look, Harden's still at plus 550. Even still, there's still value there. I agree. I think, look... If I had to pick who I think is going to win it today, I, I actually would pick Jokic. I mean, he's almost averaging a triple-double. And I think but that with like, the injuries at out West, I think they're going to end up being a top-three seed. They're only a couple games out of it right now. I think their record will get good enough where there'll be momentum behind him. And he's going to play every game. Like, you know, he's going to miss a game or two. Yeah. Whereas Embiid's going to miss 15. And Harden's going to miss 15. And all this type of stuff, you know, when you put it all together... I do think that will be a strong rallying point for Jokic. Is like, look, this guy played all season. Like, he played every single game or 99% of the games, 98, whatever it is. And these other guys didn't. And I do think that's going to matter in the end. But look, I, it, betting on Jokic minus 134 is meaningless. It's stupid. You should not do that. He's yes. not that it's much not of a work. favorite. Exactly. I agree with you. I don't think there's any chance Giannis wins it. He's won it two years in a row. And it's funny because statistically he's having just as good, if not better, a season than he did last year when he won it. Yeah. But he's not going to win it. I agree with you. No chance he wins it three years in a row. Lillard at plus 1,200 is interesting. I don't think he'll win it. But if you look at the numbers and if you look at crunch time and what this guy's done for that team, like I don't think Portland's going to end up being good enough where you know he's going to have the, the support. But It's, I, too, late. it's so, too late. It's too late. But he, is, he, he has had a really nice year. I agree with you. I think Embiid and Harden are the best. But you've, you've been all over this MVP thing. You've been locked oh, yeah. in.
1: Props. I got to say, Harper. I really have been. Props. So let me ask you really quick before we move on. Like, take the odds out of it for a second. Who do you think is a better player? Embiid or Jokic? Embiid. But,
2: but, but, I don't think he's like light years ahead of Jokic. Jokic is a, a unbelievable, amazing. And again, he's averaging a triple-double almost as a center. Like, yeah. that's almost unheard of. And I think that he's really stepped up his offensive game this year. He looks a lot more comfortable. He's getting darkish, in some ways. I, I think I think Embiid's a better player. But if you're asking me who would I start a franchise with, like I might consider taking Jokic. He's had no physical issues, and Embiid, I can I'm concerned. I don't know how long Embiid will last. So I think Embiid's a better player right now, today. But I don't think he's that much better. And I I certainly would consider Jokic if I were starting a team.
1: I. I think that's right where I'm at. I think as much as it would be more fun to pick Embiid to start your team with, I do think Jokic would be the better bet. In terms of just who's a better player, Embiid's a, a way better defensive player, which matters when debating these two. But I do think Jokic is, I don't want to say considerably better, but I think he's definitely a better offensive player. Like, he, whenever I watch him he looks like he's a better shooter, better passer. He doesn't look as dominant as Embiid does when Embiid's really killing it. But Jokic, like, I'll watch a Nuggets game, and at the end I look up, and he's got, like, 28, 12, and 11. Yep. And, you know, like, it was, it was very, yep. it's like, silent the way he does it. Whereas Embiid, when Embiid dominates, you can really feel his impact on the game. So it's an interesting debate. I mean, a year ago I probably would have said it's not even close, but I, I do think, especially when you take into account injuries, like, pains me to say it, but I feel like Jokic is the better player. Yeah,
2: he's certainly the better bet. And, and and what that guy does, I mean, his vision, the passing, like you said, I mean, he really is an amazing facilitator from that position. Yeah. The whole offense runs through him. Uh, I'm with you, man. Jokic is he's playing in Denver, and I think a lot of people nationally don't realize quite how good this guy is. So I'm with you. Um, all right, uh, let's save the like a lot of the nba future stuff because you know we're, we're gonna have lots of well, let me about get let me get one next in there week, really yeah quick, that's what I was, I was gonna say, to say that's what i was pie. gonna
1: say i was gonna say give me your favorite like give me your top okay nba future thing okay so i bet the nuggets at the trade deadline when they got aaron gordon and i think they were plus 2600 then they're now plus 1800 oh, buddy. i think they're the i think they're the best bet on the board i think the west is wide open I know there's a little bit of like bubble fatigue where the teams were good in the bubble last year. People don't give them credit. But the Nuggets showed last year they're a great playoff team. I don't think Jokic deserves to be MVP. But, again, you can make the argument he's been the best player in the league. Jamal Murray's been a big playoff guy. I love their role players. Um, LeBron's injury is scary. I don't believe in the Clippers. And then if they get there, they have a shot. So I think the Nuggets plus 1,800, which is what they still are on parks. You can still go get them at plus 1,800. I think they're the best bet.
2: I think it's an outstanding take. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think they're a really good team that... Made really good moves. The Aaron Gordon yeah. thing really helps them. He's a perfect fit with Jokic. They're gonna play great together. Javale McGee as a little extra, a uh, big defensively for Jokic out there. Like if they yep. if they want to go big, like I think they did a really nice job. And like you said, Jamal Murray has been really good lately. Like he's heating up again. They got guys. They got Will Barton. They got guys who can do things on the court. Michael, Michael Porter, Porter Jr. Jr. Like, yeah, is a stud. Those dude. two
1: players, Will Barton and Michael Porter Jr. I would do disgusting things to get them on the Sixers. <laughs> like they are they are so perfect as like your yeah. fourth and fifth best players totally. out there they they each get you like 15 or 16 consistently they can both shoot threes they're both super athletic like they i think the nuggets are are a super well built roster I, i'm and with you man i'm with, he's a
2: good coach like they're a good team i i love that bet looking at the long shot bets and look i think you know like yeah, if I had to pick right now, who's going to win it all? I would take the Nuggets. I mean, excuse me, the Nets. I think most people would say yeah. the Nets, right? And at plus two sixty. Although Durant's like, injury is worrisome. It's worrisome. I agree with you. And and look, I think when you look at the the bets, you you mentioned the Sixers. They were plus twelve hundred last time we talked. At plus eleven hundred, I still think there's value there. When you look at the Nets at plus two sixty and the Bucks yeah, at I plus seven hundred, I think there's value. And look, I don't think they'll win it, but I think the Suns. at – Plus twenty five hundred, where they have a second best record in the West right now. You at least have to like take a look at that. Plus twenty five hundred, it's a lot of. I agree. That's why long I, yeah, odds. I put
0: down there. But
2: um, I'm with you. Uh, I think you nailed it. I think the Nuggets are the best bet on this board. Elliot, what a, what an episode this was for Elliot Shore Parks. Like, yeah, you if are. If only I could win some of I'm my bets. So now. That indra- that would be i I just yeah. want to tell you again, for those who don't know, like when we started this this pod and we started you know the gambling stuff and all that, like Elliot, who again he was a you know he is a beat a reporter, a, but you're a beat reporter, and that's you know for a long time that kind of stuff. You know it doesn't get talked about in that that right. world. So you came into this as a real novice, as someone who you know really didn't know what they were doing. I'm so impressed, man. Like I'm so impressed. Like, yeah. You you know what you're talking about. I know. Now if I can just know what I'm talking about with the Eagles, yeah. we can be a complete package. You know? <laughs> Let's win some money. How about that? All right. Yeah. Exactly. Let's Everyone. Win some money. Download the Park Sino Sportsbook app, win some money with us, tweet us your bets, we'll have a lot, or uh, text us, you know what it is, uh, uh, DM, excuse me. I'm not great with these terms. Hallie, well, don't. well played. Yeah. Thank you. I think I nailed, I nailed it. Um, all right, you fin- picked it up well. <laughs> yeah, download the app. That's what I'm saying. Uh, final thoughts before we get out of here.
1: Uh No, I mean, honestly, I'm excited we put the parlay together. I'm super excited we have two full hours on Saturday for the show. Uh, and I'm excited I was able to talk through the switch from two to one with you. So now I can feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, and and we had our official ruling. Officially, yes, franchise, franchise ruling. swag. The
2: most important thing, franchise even swag. with all your gambling stuff, the most important thing to come out of this pod, official ruling, franchise swag for Jalen Hurts in number one. Can't wait. Yep. Love there it. There we go. All right, we'll be back uh, tomorrow, Saturday, full show on WIP. How about it? Call us, 215-592-9494. We're going to have a blast. If you are a pod listener, let the producer know. We'll, we'll bump you up the line. And uh, and we can't wait. So check us out tomorrow, of course, pods next week, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. For Elliot and James, we'll see you.